Thank you, Brother Bill. All right. How's everybody this evening? Hey, find a seat. Sit down. All right, let's get a hymn book. Everybody pick up a hymn book. Five fifty nine. Five hundred and fifty nine in our hymn books. Okay, let's uh a little more time. In the hymn books, five fifty nine. Rescue the perishing. Rescue the perishing. Care for the dying. Snatch them in pity from sin and the grave. Weep o'er the eerie one. Lift up the fallen. Tell them of Jesus, the mighty to save. Rescue the perishing care for the dying Jesus is merciful Jesus will save though they are sliding him still he is waiting waiting the penitent child to receive plead with them earnestly plead with them gently he will forgive if they only believe Rescue the perishing, care for the dying. Jesus is merciful, Jesus will save. Down in the human heart, crushed by the tempter, feelings like buried that grace can restore. Touched by a loving heart, weakened by kindness, Chords that are broken will vibrate once more. Rescue the perishing, care for the dying. Jesus is merciful, Jesus will save. Rescue the perishing, duty demands it. Strength for the labor, the Lord will provide. Back to the narrow way, patiently win them. Tell them for wonder, a Savior has died. Rescue the perishing, care for the dying. Jesus is merciful, Jesus will save. Amen. Okay, another evangelism and mission song. Turn your page right over to the course. Lead me to some soul today. Oh, teach me, Lord, just what to say. Lead me to some soul today. Friends of mine are lost in sin. And cannot find their way. Few there are who seem to care. 
and few there are who pray. Melt my heart and fill my life. Give me one soul today. Let's sing that again. I'll get started on this. <laughs> Lead me to some soul today. Oh, teach me, Lord, just what to say. Friends of mine are lost in sin and can not find their way. Friends are who seem to care, and few there are who pray. Melt my heart and fill my life, give me one soul today. See if I'll talk. Am I talking? Can you hear me? Can't hear me. Should be talking. Let me chase this down in my pocket back here. Honey, you may have to come help me get it. Come here. I stuck in my pocket. I got that clip hung. Is it is it green? It's green. I must not be turned up much then. Turn me up a little, Harold. While Harold is doing that, I, uh, I found out today what stage of life I'm in. You know, all of us are in some stage of life. I found out today that I'm in the SOS stage of life. I'm slow, I'm older, and I hope I'm smarter. So I'm in the SOS part of my life because I'm definitely slow and older. And the last part, that's yet to be seen. Thank you, Brother Harold. Are you all hearing me now? Okay. Sunday, we talked about, preached about, putting the first things first. The first thing we said was, seek ye first the righteousness of God and His kingdom, and all these things will be added unto you. Tonight, I want us to look at an examples that Jesus set for us and how to seek God's will and God's presence and God's power. This is not an exhausted list, okay? But I'd like to give you six different ways in the Bible, six different times in the Bible, that Jesus went to God by himself, in solitude, 
to ask for his help and to communicate with God. The first one I want us to think about is to prepare for a major task. To prepare for a major task. All of us have those in our lives that come up from time to time. But in Luke chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, also 14, 15, is when Jesus, after he was baptized, he spent 40 days in prayer in the wilderness, and after he was tempted by Satan, he began his public ministry. But to prepare for that, he spent the time with God the Father to get himself prepared for that major task. Second one is to be recharged after hard work. <laughs> All of us have to work hard sometimes about first one thing and another. In Mark chapter 6, verse 30 through 32, and it says, Jesus sent the twelve disciples out to minister. And when they returned, he encouraged them to separate from the people from whom followed after them. In other words, get away and spend time with the Father to be rejuvenated. There's times I know, there are times that in my life that I just have to get away, away from the telephone, away from the TV, away from everybody and just spend time with God, just to be quiet and let God rejuvenate us. The third one I'd like for us to think about is to work through grief. Do we all deal with grief? First one way or another, loss of a loved one, whatever. Jesus in Matthew 14, 1 through 13 Matthew chapter 14, 1 through 13. After Jesus learned of his cousin John the Baptist being beheaded, he went away by himself. Yes, even the Son of God grieved. So yes, he grieved. And he went away by himself to get with God. Number four. Before making an important decision, I would pray. You know, people ask me, well, do you pray about everything? I wish I could say, yes, I pray about everything. I, I'll have to be honest, no. Sometimes I don't, and then I have to go pray about it and get God get it straightened out. But, no, I don't. But, in Luke chapter 6, verse 12 and 13, it says... Early in his ministry, Jesus spent the whole night alone in prayer. And the next day, he chose his 12 disciples. He spent the whole night alone in prayer before he made that decision. I think it's important for us. How many times have I have said to you as a church, let's pray about this. Let's see what God wants done. In our, in our church, in our lives, in our decisions that we make. In time of stress or distress, whatever you want to call it. In Luke chapter 22, 39 through 44, the hours before Jesus was arrested, 
he went into the Mount of Olives, went a short distance away from his disciples to pray. And he was in great emotional anguish knowing what he was about to face. Got away by himself, even away from those that were the closest to him. He got away from them and spent time with the Father. Number six, to focus on prayer is a way we maintain our communication with God. Luke chapter 5, verse 16, and it says, Many times Jesus ministered, in Jesus' ministry, he spent time alone in prayer. You say, well, how do I do this? How do I? The Word of God tells you and I in James chapter 1, verse 5, James chapter 1, verse 5, but if any one of you lack wisdom, and that's what we're seeking when we get with God, God, give me direction. Give me the wisdom as to what, you, what I need to do, how I need to do it in, to bring honor and glory to you. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, he who gives all liberty or freedom without reproach, and it will be given unto you or unto him. Folks, if Jesus had to spend time with God the Father in communication through His ministry and His life, how much more do we need to? How much more do we need to say, Oh, Father, speak to my heart. Give me that peace in my heart. Give me that, that desire to serve You. Give me that desire to do everything that brings honor and glory to You, Father. Sometimes we get our focus off of God and onto what we want to do or what we think we ought to do or what feels good. And sometimes as pastors, we get our focus off of what God wants us to do, looking at what other pastors and other churches are doing, and our focus gets on that. Just because it works there, folks, doesn't mean it works here. We need to focus on God. So as we go forward this year, and I have said already, we are trying, going to try to think outside the box. We're going to try to accomplish some things that, that evidently we haven't accomplished in the past. And I want us to, as all of our leaders and everything else, will be coming together and having a meeting, I want us to strive to get outside the box and all. It's imperative that we come before Jesus. In Luke chapter 5, and let me read this verse right quick. In verse 15 and 16, However, the report went out concerning him all the more, and the great multitude came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. So he himself often withdrew under the wilderness to pray. 
even Jesus, when people came to him, he withdrew by himself to pray. I think even as we look at our prayer list, it's imperative for us not to just approach it as a list that we pray for, but to approach it from a standpoint of God, we want your will, we want your way within our prayer list. And we want to know any way that we can help those that are on that prayer list. And so tonight, as we look at the prayer list and, and all, I, I encourage us to think about these different things that I've tried to bring out in the Word that Jesus did and apply them to our lives. Because every one of us, without exception, have to deal with major tasks. We have to deal with hard work. We have to deal with grief. We even have to deal with important decisions, distress or stress. And then we have to focus, like we are tonight, on prayer. And ask God to give us wisdom to handle it. Well, I ask you to pick up your prayer sheets and let's look at them right quickly. The very first one there is Brother Thomas and he's going to be striking off to, to Israel on the 9th and uh, he's looking so forward to it and uh, we praise God that, that he's going to get that opportunity and uh, I told I said, Thomas, you'll not be the same when you come home. I guarantee you, you will look at things differently than what you did before. So you be in prayer for him, not only for safety and a good time, but for an open mind as he experiences the Holy Lands. I ask you to remember the Joan Curry family. Dwayne and all of the children, we will have a uh, celebration of life service here on Saturday at 1 o'clock. Uh, they are asking Lou of Flowers to make donations to the Cotton Evangelistic Association. You can do that through the church. You can but if you want to write a check, make the check to Montney Baptist Church. Miss Sam will get them all together, and we'll send one check. This organization is in Alaska. Their home office, their clearinghouse is what they call it. Memo line. memo line. Put it on the memo line on your check. Their clearinghouse is in Texas. So everything you give goes through our church will go to their clearinghouse in Texas, and then will go to them. But there is a, they are a ministry in Alaska, and this is who they've asked it to be in lieu of flowers. Even we as a church are not going to do flowers. We as a church will take what we usually spend on flowers and put into that fund to go to them. So be in prayer for them. I talked with Dwayne today and his son, and they're doing doing very well under the circumstances. As y'all know, Joan's been sick for a very long time. 
and it's uh, it's a it's a difficult thing to deal with, but it's a blessing that she's now with the Lord for sure. Uh, Brother Terry just said that they'll know about Jackie's uh, test results tomorrow, so we'll just uh, look forward to hearing about those. Uh, Bill Hornbeck, uh, Bonnie's husband, he is back home, uh, had fluid on his lungs and around his heart, and he is back home doing well. Uh, he's got, I'm sure, and I don't know this, but they probably gave him Lasix real heavy and he got rid of it, but he's doing and feeling good, the last word that I got. Uh, Max Miller, this is Samantha's brother. Samantha, do we have any word differently than what I have here? Pardon me? Brand new today. Okay. So you see that in, as Max is going through these treatments, therapy. Uh, Gail Sifford. Uh, most of you know Gail and Kenny Sifford. They were here. Uh, Gail is going to have back surgery on uh, the 5th uh, at uh, 7 o'clock. That's tomorrow at 7 a.m. She will be having back surgery at Mercy. So be sure and be in prayer for them. Kara, this is Ginger's, uh, Stephen's daughter. She has had back surgery on the 29th in Plainview, Texas. She was released, got home, and yesterday she had a problem. Something went wrong, and I understand that she's in the hospital, uh, had to have exploratory surgery today, and that surgery is, uh, is over with. Everything went well, but they don't, uh, Ginger's on the way up there. She doesn't know what, all she knows, she's out of surgery and she's okay. She doesn't know what they found. That word was given to me just a minute ago. So we, uh, we want to be sure and be in prayer for them. Uh, Miss Georgie Tyson will be seeing the cardiologist in February for a recheck. And uh, she also will have her hemoglobin on the 25th. Uh, blood count and iron level check. Uh, Roy Yakely Sr., uh, this is Stephanie's father-in-law, uh, as of uh, the second or, or uh, second of this month, he is still in the hospital recovering from surgery. And uh, I don't know whether, I guess, somebody's speaking to me. I got a note from Stephanie today that said her, her father-in-law has, has gone home from the hospital as of today. He's home, okay. Thank you, Diane. I w we were not aware of that. And uh, then you see the unspoken there on the bottom of the list. I would, uh, I don't know how you handle those, but I would encourage you to take these, this list, and, and just spend time, one name at a time, and lift it before God. And, and as you do that, Ask God if there's anything that, that you can do personally to help those pers those people or, or intervene in any way uh, to help them. So as, you, as we pray about this, let's don't just run down through it right quick and say, well, I've done it and call it good. But let's get with God on it. 
Okay, special request. Brother Harold. I have an appointment January 17th with the orthopedic clinic. We're going to talk to him about getting the bone spur off the bottom of my kneecap. Brother Harold, would you go up there and turn that up just a little bit? I can't hear it at all. Let Brother Harold get it turned up a little bit, darling. And I've got, I just put new batteries in my hearing aid before I came, so give it a shot now, darling. Okay. I have an appointment with the orthopedic clinic on January 17 to see and talk to them about getting the bone spur off the bottom of my kneecap. Okay. He's still up there playing with it. Brother Max, do you have one? I have, a, I have another Larry request. Um, we've decided that we're going to pursue the possibility of, of a, what they call compassionate release. Um, it's basically if someone is at the very end of their life, that the governor might send them home to spend their last days at home. So I don't know how long that will take. I don't even know if it's feasible that we're, we're looking and we've got a few leads on places to begin. So would y'all just be praying that God will lead us through that process and, and make us do the right things, help us to, to understand what step to take next. Okay. Ellen? No. Diana? Sam? Um, on the inside is a friend of Becky's and mine, uh, Derek Rowell. So he's home now, got home today. They don't know if this new radiation works on him because this is a cancer they've never seen before, so they're just throwing whatever at him. And it makes him very um, unstable. It has um, hopefully not ruined his eyesight, but he can't see. He can't work. Has a hard time walking. Has a hard time eating. And sometimes the cure is worse than the disease. But just keep Derek and Rebecca in your prayers, please. Brother Bill? Georgie? Ms. Cherry? I just ask your prayers. Uh, Monday, I have the battery in my pacemaker replaced. So I go in at 8 o'clock. Just keep me in your prayers. While I was at Hog this afternoon, um, one of my pastor friends came in, Mike Seipelt from Friendship Baptist Church in Springdale. He grew up here in, in Rogers. And he, his wife, Pam, just discovered that she has breast cancer. So pray for her, please. Sipult, S-Y-P-U-L-T. Christy? Unspoken for some okay. friends. Miss Lilith? Jack? Brother Larry? Miss Helen? S-T? 
Cindy? <clears throat> yes, I talked with my friend Charlie that has the uh, brain tumor, the cancer, yesterday. She will go back to, well, she went back yesterday for an MRI on her eye. Since November 14th, her eye has been shut because of the nerve pressing on, on the eye. But I believe she told me it was Monday that it cracked just a little bit. She could open it up. It, it, um, it does have vision in it. But um, she said that she's praying that the therapy is working and shrinking the tumor, that this is why she was able to open that eye a little bit. She was supposed to, she went back for an MRI on her eye yesterday and was supposed to find out today, but she didn't let me know. But she is very appreciative. I've told her that we, I put her on our prayer list, and she's very appreciative of that. So just Thank keep her in your prayers. Shirley? Brian? Larry? Tim? What about? Uh, pray for Linda Holloway. Her husband uh, died and was buried today. Um, they've been married 59 years, and um, just pray for her. She'll need prayers. Okay. And also Terry uh, Trahoon that we went down to see. He's doing much better than he was, but he's not good. Not good. So just keep them in your prayers. He has another round of uh, treatments this month. And then they will, his numbers and stuff are doing better, but he doesn't seem to be. But uh, if things are going well, he'll be put on a maintenance and see if that okay. stabilizes him or not. Good. I like prayers for my brother-in-law. He had a biopsy on his kidneys, and that turned out well. But he's been in a lot of pain, and they haven't figured out what was causing it. So they're going to have a... Uh, bone marrow test and see if something's there. So I appreciate, appreciate your prayers. Okay. Brother Harold? No. No. I would ask you to continue to pray for my mom. She's uh, she's in the I would say latter stages of her life. Uh, one minute you'd think that she's not going to last another 10 minutes, and 10 minutes later, she's going like a house fire. So just be in prayer for her. She is on some very strong medication right now in order to keep the pain down and all. But uh, just be in prayer for her, for my brother, Markley. He is, uh, he is looking after her at night. Miss Cherry and I are trying to help during the day and, and all, but uh, it won't be... We don't think too long before she uh, will have to have someone with her around the clock. So we ask you just to be in prayer for her. She loves y'all, and that was her statement to me this afternoon. Just tell everybody at church I love them. And so I'm telling you, she's, she may be listening to us. I don't know. But uh, you just be in prayer for her. Any others anywhere? Okay. Honey, would you pray for us? And uh, 
Brother S.T., I'm just going to have two pray tonight. I'm going to ask Cherry to pray, and S.T., would you close it after Cherry prays? Father, we are so grateful for the privilege of prayer. And Father, to know how important it is because your, own very, your very own son would draw away very often and pray about everything in life. Sometimes I think it, we take it for granted. I think sometimes we just kind of let it slide. But I pray that each of us would be really burdened with the fact that if we say we're going to pray, that we would do that. Lord, that we would lift those people up. Father, I do pray for those that are on this list tonight. I know that Brother Thomas is going to have a, a real eye-opener when he goes to Israel, and he'll come back so excited and so much more in love with the Lord and with the Word of God. Continue to bless him. Father, I pray for Joan's family, asking that you would just draw them close to you and give them a peace that passes understanding. Father, we ask for good results for Jackie. And um, I know that she's worn out tonight. I pray that you give her a good night of rest. We thank you that Bill is home. But even more than all of this that he's going through, Lord, we ask for his salvation. Father, we pray that Max would be able to get this taken care of, 30 more uh, therapy sessions, Father, is just really unexpected because we were thinking it was just so much better. But, Father, we just know that you're, you're in control. You're in charge. You're sovereign. You know what you're doing. And, Father, I pray that this would help him uh, with pain and with all the rest of it as well. We do lift Gail Sifford to you tonight as she goes into surgery in the morning at 7. We ask, Lord, that you would just... Give the doctors wisdom and guidance. Give them a steady hand. Anytime that you're working on the back, it's just a really difficult thing. And, Father, we ask that Kara would be able to know exactly what's going on. I lift Ginger to you right now. When our children are hurting, Lord, we are hurting. And, Father, when there's this unknown factor, then I know that Ginger is just uh, extremely concerned, and, and I know that Kara is too. And I pray, Father, that they would be able to find out what's wrong and be able to fix it. Lord, we continue to ask that you would watch over Georgie, give her good blood counts, give her good liver counts. And, Father, we pray that the doctor would know exactly what is going on with her heart. Thank you that Roy is home from the hospital. And, Father, we praise you for these that have unspoken requests. Father, we ask that your perfect will would be done in each one of them. Father, we do ask that Darla would get this spur off and that it would just give her such relief that she'd be better off than she has been in a very long time. And we pray for Pam. Father, it's never, ever easy to find out that you have cancer. And so I pray that, that she would not live in fear, nor would her husband, but they would look to you and know that you're sovereign, you're in control, you know what's going on, you have everything planned out, and that they can just hang on to you during this time. Father, I pray for Linda Holloway and her family. Lord, losing a loved one is so difficult. Wrap your arms around her. Give her comfort. And, and Lord, 
bring those to her that she needs during this period of time. I pray for Wanda's uh, uh, brother-in-law. Thank you, Lord, that he's doing good. And, Lord, that, that he's going to be uh, better, even better in the future. Father, we do ask that uh, your will would be done regarding Larry Ashley and Diana. God, they constantly talk about the prisons being full. And then they let out people who continually repeat their sin or repeat their offenses. And uh, Larry is not going to do that. And Father, this would be something that could help. But I pray that you play it, place it on the heart of whoever is in charge of this, whoever is, is um, dealing with this. Father, I pray that he would be released to come home to Diana. And uh, Lord, we know they don't have a whole lot of time together. We do pray that you continue to look after Derek and Rebecca. And Father, we ask that this treatment would work. We know that uh, it's still not sure. We're not sure about it. And Father, we pray for Charlie. I know that it's frightening when you have an eye that is so bad and you're not sure just what's going on there. So I pray, Father, that you would just intervene in that. Lord, again, we praise you for the privilege of prayer. And I pray that we would take it seriously as a church. Lord, we are known as a, a praying church. And that is one of the reasons that our, our prayer lists are usually so long. But Father, we, we like that reputation. But let us honor it and do it and not just talk about it. Let us recognize that we have that responsibility as your child to turn to you in every situation, even in our own lives. And, Father, we may, may we just remember these six reasons that Jesus sought your face, and he's your son. If he has to, what much more do we need to? So, Father, make prayer one of the things that we have at the top of the list this year to put first things first, and we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Almighty God and loving Father, we come before you, Lord, in prayer, knowing that you hear and know our needs even before we ask. We know, O oh God, that your ways and your timing is always perfect. You are steadfast in your promises and in your love and your mercy and your grace. And we praise you, God, for your mighty, mighty being. And we thank you, Father, that we have this avenue to pray. As our Savior prayed and found solace, he listened to your call, to your word. He was restored, he was revived and strengthened, and we pray, Father, that that's what our prayers would be tonight. We've lifted up these requests to you and We've made our voices heard. Now let us hear your word, O oh Father, that we would know the things to do to glorify you, to bring about your will. We pray, Father, that you would look down on us in your tender mercy. We know, O oh God, that in the time that we live 
there are elements that of Satan that are at work daily. Your word tells us that if your people will pray and come to you, that you will hear from heaven and that you will heal their land. We acknowledge, O oh God, that we have sinned as a nation and we pray that you would look down upon us and turn us from that sin, that you would be with those people who have been appointed or elected or in positions of responsibility, that they would realize, oh God, that they are responsible to you and that our nation would turn back to you, that we would be strengthened. We know, Father, that whenever man turns away from you, we're left to the consequences of our actions and there's never a good outcome to that. Pray, Father, that you would bless us as a family, as a family of your people, that we would comfort one another in grief, that we would strengthen one another whenever we find we've got problems, that we could share that and bear one another's burdens. Father, your love is steadfast. Your power is beyond imagination. And I pray, Father, that you would receive our lives to your glory and that we would hear your voice and do your will. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> I made a comment Sunday morning about our announcements. We're going to move away entirely from announcements from up here before church. We, I'm asking those of you that make announcements, write them out and all. Make them as short as you can. Get them to Sam. She'll put them in the bulletin. We're going to try to encourage the folks to read the bulletin. Put the stuff on your bulletin boards, ladies, what's your happening up there, guys, what's happening, evangelism, what's happening, so forth. Put it up on the bulletin board because we are not going to spend that 15 or 20 minutes that we've been using in the front of the service to make announcements. We're going to do it, use that for worship time, prayer time, study time, and so forth. So I encourage you, please, work with Sam to get your announcements there. If there's something you feel like you have to say, let me know and I'll give you an opportunity to do it after invitation's over, okay? If there's something you just have to say. So please do it. Let's work together and try to get that accomplished, okay? Men's Breakfast. Now, that's not counting on Wednesday night. I will talk about them on Wednesday night. <laughs> Men's breakfast, January the 14th, 8 a.m. Guys, come on. Be there. We're going to have a good time. I've got some things I want to throw at you and, and uh, get you all to throw them back at me and uh, get your help in some areas for sure. 8 o'clock, Family Life Center. Be there, be a part, get signed up.
back there on the men's table. Glory Bound Seniors, Brother Harold says we're going to go to the Golden Corral on the 17th, 1 o'clock. Get signed up so he knows how many to tell him's got coming. Uh, got a special price there. Uh, I don't know for sure how much, but I know it's a special price at that time of day for seniors. So come on and get to be a part. Sunday, January 22. Sunday afternoon, 4.30. Anybody and everybody that was involved in the live nativity, I'd like to have a meeting of, of correction of errors over in the Family Life Center, pardon me, before church at 4.30. If you were involved in it in any way, we want you to come, and we want you to come and talk. I'm going to sit very quietly, and I'm going to put my hand over Bill's mouth so he'll be quiet. We want to hear from you and your suggestions and so forth, how we can make it better next year and all. So that'll take place 4.30, January 22nd and all. Any other announcements that need to be made? Yes, Bill. Beginning Sunday the 15th, the Men's Prayer Fellowship is going to change from Wednesday night, effective now, from Wednesday night to Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon at 5.15. Okay. Men's Prayer Fellowship at 5.15 on Sunday. Starting next Sunday, right? Starting the 15th. 15th, okay. Okay, see, like I told you, I know the stage I'm in. I'm slower. I'm definitely older. And sometimes my wife wonders if I'm any smarter. So, we praise God for you. Any other word anywhere? Folks, we love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Be careful. Stay warm. You're dismissed. Did you get one of these, Georgie? For Saturday? You got it? Okay. Run the, the the commercials up on, on the, the board. Yeah, the board. that's something that that we was going to talk to Eli about how much trouble that would be to to yeah. put them up there, and all. I don't know. Oh yeah. With Dwayne being right. here, with Dwayne being yeah. here, we could. Yeah, we could have easily. One of those is mine. Well, I'll just help there. yourself to it. I can get it. There you go. But uh, I'm I am going to visit with. Uh, Tim Clark. He had a business of audio, video, and he did a lot of Walmart stuff for their videos and everything. And I'm meeting with him next Thursday, not tomorrow, but Thursday week. He and, and I'm going to see if he may be able to help us back here a little bit. He has the knowledge, and his wife builds web pages. Uh -huh. And I'm going to see if I can get her to, 
to redo our web page and keep it up to date with a calendar and get this stuff on it. Because yeah. a lot of folks get on that thing. Yeah. And yeah. also, good. we're we're striving we're to get to get direction. it done. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> we're working at it. That we're, looks good too. I'm sorry. That Isn't that good? good? Isn't that guy's going to bring? You should have said something about that. I forgot that. I'll say it Sunday. Yeah, and uh, I understand there may be a little more that has come in. Oh, good. I've been praying there still. I think me. I think there's a little more that may have come in. Good. I'm not sure about that, but I think. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm trying to get Easter's here. I'm trying to get at least two weeks of doing outreach prior to Easter Sunday. I know we got to get that knot off his head. No, it's chilling. I just, you know, I just don't want to take the he, knot off my shoulders. I told her. To, I told her. I said, "Get you two together. And, you and do it." We've done this before. I mean, I watched the doctor do it, and it's like a big old gunk head. It's gunk. All that gunk. Yeah. Well, you know, but it needs, they need to get the bag out. I had a little lady that had one up here. Mm -hmm. And it, it was so hard doing her hair because she hit her head on the cabinet door. Busted. Busted it. Busted it. She wanted me to do a perm on her, and I said, I can't do that <laughs> with that open. Oh, that she open. insisted. <laughs> Did she scream? I packed it with Vaseline. <laughs> it didn't burn. Well, and I, I told her, I said, one exception, I'll do it. That you have your son take it to the doctor and get it checked. She never did have him to check well, it. Well, what happens when they do that? Max's grandmother had them. And sometimes they'll just head up and burst just open. Just bust. But his skull's so thick. <laughs> it, um, it just you think I'm hard headed. slick. Uh -huh. Just <laughs> slick. Do I think you're hard headed? Yeah. She knows. <laughs> yeah, I saw that face. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm feeling, well, I'm a little tired today. Sue's been out last week oh, and this week. So you've been doing hers. Yeah. From her husband. Take care. Of it. Oh, no. She got it from her husband. Well, you take care. I do. Um, we're having a luncheon Sunday after church. Yes. You guys are invited. Well, Thank you. And I appreciate that. But we will have company here. We're my, supposed to have a. My daughter she's getting there she's so caught in her being caught yeah. in it that they cannot There'll be scotty will be here scotty will be here yeah. so i appreciate oh. that well and we'll try, we might we might stop through and say hi yeah we'll try to do I that yeah because y'all are doing it right after church right right after church. yeah we'll come by we'll and, come by and say hi right after church. and i was going to tell you too sunday when i quit playing in the invitation uh -huh. i watch you during the invitation and when you turned around and went like this, I took the signal and I stopped because mm -hmm. you wanted it done. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. you had to, well, he knows. He knows that that's what you want. So that, that's why I, that's why I quit playing. That's fine. And I know Laura looked around at me and Ben and Diana kind of peeked. I thought something happened. And I said, oh, okay. Uh -huh. It's Ben. It's Max's fault. <laughs> 
It's his fault. His fault. So I, I just want you to yeah. know. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I do. Because I never know what God's going to do. I really don't. I mean, that. I strive. Do I, w- I wish I could say I did it all the time and completely, but I strive to let God the Holy Spirit totally, completely, entirely lead in the invitation. And sometimes, something Harold says, sometimes you do one, sometimes you do two, sometimes you do three verses. I just depends on what God's doing. Brother Harold, what you lost? Cutting rug, are you? I know it's rambling. Well, you're cutting a rug in the church. Yeah. It's rambling. They rambling, and I don't think Kenny sees them. Yeah. He probably doesn't. He's so blind. Thank you, Sam. 